Hi guys and welcome to another BetfairTradingCommunity.com podcast uh, with me your host Martin Futter, professional trader and uh, today we're going to do a massive subject for everyone and uh, something that we should all be listening to and learning from today and that is bankroll management and bet staking. Okay so I get a lot of questions about bankroll and bet staking. I'm, i I've written on this a few times um, and I'm just doing this podcast slash video basically on the writing that I've done previously um, because again it's one of those things that's uh, salient advice that lasts a long time. So I'll start off with bankroll management. Um, like I say there's been a big demand for this. Um, members want to learn about bankroll management as much as possible. Um, so I've created what I think is a great document for everyone um, and I hope that you enjoy listening to this, hearing this advice or reading it if you read it or watching it if you watch this as a sort of podcast video. Um, but let me start by saying this. There is no definitive Betfair trading bankroll amount or best staking or bet staking strategy. Okay. Many different traders have very different trading styles and thus their bankrolls and staking percentages will differ widely. Um, what I'm aiming to do here is give my opinion of some of the best Betfair trading staking plans and bankroll tips for starting your journey to becoming a professional Betfair trader. Um, so I'm hoping this will help anyone who's on that journey. I think it's such a key topic, but actually when you look, and I've looked on the internet for stuff like this, very rarely is it mentioned. I know a lot of sites shy away from stuff like this. Um, I mean, I'm not sure why. I, I sometimes wonder with a lot of these services um, who the people are that run them. A lot of them keep themselves behind uh, a veil of a, a username or whatever. Uh, I, always, I always think people like that are probably not genuine. I mean, the great thing about BTC and something we pride ourselves on is that, you know, all our names... You know, we talk about ourselves, we introduce ourselves, you all know who we are. Some of you have known us for years, some of you have met us um, over the course of the years you've been members. So I love the transparency there. Um, but I digress a little and uh, let's start with bankroll. Um, now, to build up an initial bankroll, you have few options um, and you can start with small bankrolls and build them up slowly over time. Um, say even 100 quid you could start with and try and build that up over time. What I would say is that a lot of people don't have the patience for that. Um, a lot of people set a target of, you know, I want to be pro in a month or two. Personally, I mean, there's a guy, a guy, a legend on our forum, um, John Folin, and I think he's got a great, um, sort of mentality on that where he set himself a couple of years there's actually been a few people I mean Phil and Keith are the same I know have been really great in sharing their journeys with us and we've loved hearing about it and uh, they set themselves up for the long term it's not about trying to make enough money to live on in Betfair trading within a month it's, it's so unrealistic that you've got to be thinking about it really within a year two years maybe even three years maybe even longer you know doing it alongside some other work to make sure you have got money coming while you learn how to trade properly um, and I mean I built up a bankroll from a small um, bankroll originally I think the great thing about it is if you can do it that way then you know that 
you're profitable. You know that you could probably make a living out of this. If you can't build it up through a small bank roll slowly over time, um, then, you know, if it's not an indiscipline thing, you know, maybe it's that you need to work on your strategies, find your edges um, a bit better. So what's the ideal bankroll for becoming a Betfair pro trader? Well, the first answer to that question is forget the bankroll. Yeah. Let's make sure before you even think about doing this or giving this a good crack for a living um, that you have your living expenses taken care of for at least six months to a year. Preferably, I'd say at least a year. Um, and once that is safely banked away in your savings or whatever, then you can start thinking about the other money you wish to use. For me, you bank that money to the side and that money is untouched for trading, no matter what. Okay, Lock that money into your bank, maybe put it into like a savings thing for a year. Um, and then if you run out of money, you can you can access it then um, to pay some of the bills. Um but never, ever, ever, I can't stress this enough, never, ever use this for your Betfair trading. It is your safety net and will help you mentally if you have a bad day, knowing, you know what, I'm not going to go hungry tomorrow. Um, so really, I'd, I strongly advise that. I think that as long as you do that and you give yourself a year of living expenses, um, you know, if it doesn't work, say even if you try it for up to six months in it and you're not getting anything going, then, you know, you'll probably find enough more work in, in another six months time if you need to. Um, when I've been out of work, I know how difficult it is. And I've, I've been out a few work a few times before I became um, a professional trader. And sometimes it would take up to six months. But I think if you're hammering the job market, there is stuff out there at the moment, you, you'll find something hopefully at about the six month stage. So again, you know, you should be okay um, trying that. Okay, so after all this, you can start to think about how much of a bankroll you want to set aside for trading. Mentally, you need an amount which you're willing to discount from your wealth. Um, you need to think of this money as dead money, um, because if you include it in your wealth, it'll be very painful when you lose even one to two percent of it. So what I mean there is, say, um, for example, I don't know, I've got 10 grand in the bank, right? And I decide that, you know what, I want to use um, two grand, say, for trading. Now, if someone then asked me, how much money have you got in a bank or how much money have you got? I'd say eight grand because that two grand, I've already written that off in my head because I need to have that mentality of, yes, I want that money. Yes, it's my money. Yes, I protect that money. But also, I'm not scared if I lose, you know, a few quid from that here and there I'm not going to cry if I lose a hundred pound and then go oh you know I've lost a hundred quid of my wealth think of your wealth minus that money it really does help mentally it might sound like oh well you know what difference does it make it realistically that is your money and etc etc but for me it worked wonders and I know for a lot of people who followed this advice and have spoken to me they've said about that importance um and, you know, you don't want to be thinking about how much money have you got. Oh, well, you know, if I include that couple of grand in Betfair. No, don't. OK, unless you physically need that money to live off. That money is dead money to you. OK, it's not your holiday money. It's not. your, you know, I'm going to go to the mail and spend loads of money on stuff, money or whatever. That is not part of your wealth anymore. OK, so let's talk money. Right. I think ideally you want 
a bankroll of at least 2500 2500 pounds um that's my opinion okay um really i'd want 5001 to be more comfortable um you know in 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 a dream world if you can start with 10k um, and, and be able to write off 10k and not worry too much and, and, and really hack away with that then um, that's plentiful and that would be great I think 2500 would be my minimum um, I think you want five really to be more comfortable and, and 10 grand to really think you know what I can have a really really good crack at this um, I would obviously suggest a conservative approach to start with um, if you trade pre-match and you make sure you get out of your stake pre-match, then you can go up to 10 to 20% of your bank per trade. Um, you know, it's reasonable, but you must never, ever let that go in play. Um, so if there's any danger you're going to let that go in play, don't put more than 2 to 5% down because, uh, you know, you cannot be afforded to lose, say, 10, 20% of your bank on one trade. That would be absolutely nuts. Um if you don't trust yourself to trade out, then you can go down to about 1% to 3%, um, in my opinion, just to be safe. Um, for swing traders like myself, it is commonly suggested to use between 2 and 5% of the bankroll um, to trade with. If you're a good trader, this will give you plenty, enough of an increase each month to live off. Um, I consider myself quite a defensive trader, and I'll often only use 1% to 2% of my bankroll, sometimes even less. Um, when trading in play. Reason is, I, I tend to lay at very short odds. So say I'm laying at 1.1, even if I lay for a £100 risk, you know, I can still win a grand if that trade goes my way. I can still win one 200 quid, even if it goes my way just a little bit. Um, so, you know, I don't need to be pumping a grand in per trade there. Um, I'm quite happy just to sit with one, 2%. Um, and like I say, it's uh, it's really up to you how you do that. If you if you can go up to five and feel comfortable, knowing that you'll take the loss, you've got the stop losses, so you're never really going to lose five percent in a trade. Um, then you can do that. Um, a lot of it is feel. Do what you're comfortable with. Are you making a lot of mistakes? Are you trading out early? This could be a sign that you're risking too much. Very simple. If you make a lot of mistakes, it might be just because you're so scared of losing that money that you're risking money you're not comfortable with. Um, trading out too early is another sign of that when you get scared of losing your initial stake too much. Don't be scared of that. Um, easy to say, I know, but just practice holding till the right moment if you can. Um like I say, if you are not comfortable with the amounts you're trading, this only leads to disasters. So make sure the money you're comfortable with is what you're putting down. Because um, you'll only lose money in the long run if your mentality isn't right and you're not feeling it. Okay, so the final thing I want to talk about really is what if it goes wrong? Okay, I have a simple rule that's never let me down. Um, and it goes like this. If I lose half my bankroll, so say I started with 10 grand and I lost five grand, I'd have five grand left, okay? My usual stake with that 10 grand would be about 2%, 200 pound risk per trade. Um, so if my bankroll goes down to 5,000, I'm no longer going to be using 200 per trade. It's going to be 100. I'm going to half that, okay? The reason I do this is, if you lost consistently, it would still take you 
ages to lose your bankroll if you half it every time it halves you know so my next the next stage would be 2005 i mean you shouldn't really be getting to that stage anyway but if it does um like i say it's really hard for you to lose that full bankroll using that staking strategy and uh you know, when I hear stories of, oh, I lost my bankroll on, on these two trades. Oh, I lost 60% of my bank, you know, today. Whoa, it shouldn't even be possible. Impossible. What are you doing? Like, that's what worries me. I think if people are doing that, the bankroll management is scary. Stick to this plan. Now, obviously, if you go from 10 grand to 20 grand, I'm doubling my stake. Now, you can do this incrementally if, if you like. So you could go, all right. I get to 15 grand, I'll put my stake up to 300. I'm not going to wait till it doubles, okay? You can do it so that the 2% is just 2% of whatever you've got at that time. But the important thing is when if you do manage to somehow lose half your bankroll, um, you need to reduce your stakes because otherwise, if you do exactly what you've just done again, you're busted out and that's probably it. I can't imagine there's many people that are going to have two real cracks at this with, with a significant amount of money. And uh, that's why at first it's good to get it right. Make sure you've got a strategy you're comfortable with, a trading style you're happy with. Um, and like I say, be comfortable with the money you're using. Otherwise, it won't necessarily go well. As I've said, I like to stress my trading techniques and strategies out for three months before putting any serious money on them. I advise all traders old and new to paper trade and test things as much as possible. After all, remember, this is risk management, okay, as opposed to gambling. This is the big difference between outright betting and trading. Okay, I might still do some outright betting for, you know, small amounts if I think it's worth staying in, etc. But I've always got the option to get out if I want to. And that's the risk management. This isn't the same as the outright gambling that people will talk about um, when they think of what we're doing. As risk management experts, we must first control and reduce our liabilities before getting carried away with our trade. You know, it's loss management. It's making sure that we really protect what we've got. Um, please read my blog post or listen to the podcast about paper trading to find out more about all this stuff. So I hope that's helped you. If you're not a member of the site, why not join us, get a helping hand along the way. Um obviously with many pro traders and, and traders of all abilities on the service helping you every step of your way i mean once you get on the forum just ask questions we'll answer it we've got a mega thread just ask we'll answer um uh, people do and they get great answers not just from me ryan and adam but actually from all the members of the community um it's a really great place to learn obviously I think it's half price membership for the first month, uh, which for what we give out is very generous. And uh, we don't really need to do that, but we feel like we just we just like to help people out by easing them in in the first month just to see if it is what suits them. Um, if you have any more questions about this, don't hesitate to contact us. Um, you can email us info at betfairtradingcommunity.com and get in touch via the website. You can even message our Facebook page if you like. Um, so there's multiple ways to contact us and uh, yeah thanks for listening watching whatever you've been doing and uh, i'll be back soon with another quality podcast